This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Nine minutes past the hour of 11 o'clock. So let's just refer to the latest um, statistics on road fatalities, particularly uh, those incurred over the festive season, uh, which began in 2023 and ended in 2024. Okay, so the 2023-2024 festive season. Now, comparatively, uh, these are modestly improved numbers because we saw more fatalities in the 2022-2023 festive season. So year on year, we're seeing a decline of 1.7%, which is um, good news. At least the trend, it's a good news. But still, 1,427 people losing their lives over the three weeks of the Christmas and New Year's festive season. It's a lot of lives. Now, when you separate this figure and then you look at overall deaths in the year, overall, not just in the festive season, we're told that we're looking at a figure of somewhere in the region of 12,000 people have passed on uh, South African roads, fatalities um, uh, across uh, the various regions of the country. Now, 12,000 South Africans is a lot of people to have died in car accidents. The third thing also is the regional spread. Uh, for the festive season 2023 2024, um, Gauteng, KZN, Mpumalanga, and the Western Cape have the highest number of fatalities. And it could be that many people holiday in KZN and the Western Cape, you know. But nonetheless, Gauteng, Mpumalanga, KZN and the Western Cape is where a lot of these tragedies occurred. And that's also something to understand. In presenting the figures, the Minister of uh, Transportation alluded to the fact that often it's believed that accidents happen because of poor roads. But when you look at where accidents occur on regional municipal roads, a lot of the accidents involve pedestrians, drunk drivers. Then you realize that there's something to be said about driver behavior. And so in this conversation, let's just have a hard, tough talk about responsibility on the road. And I'm not separating or fingering anybody. I am pointing a finger at myself. I'm pointing it at Owen. I'm pointing it at you, I'm pointing it at Snetemba, who tends to use um, e-hailing, right? Does he put on a safety belt when he's sitting in the back seat of the car? All of us, all of us, something can be said for all of us. And so let's hear what that is. Simon Zwani is a spokesperson for the Road Traffic Management Corporation. Good day, Simon Zwani. Uh, good day, Ratu, and good day to the... Thank you so much. And we also have Leighton Beard, who's a spokesperson for the Automobile Association. Good morning, Leighton. Good morning, Lorata. Good to be with you and your listeners, and good morning to Simon. Thank you so much. Leighton, let me start with you uh, versus um, the Road Traffic Management Corporation, which is an agency of uh, the ministry itself. I just want to know independently how you view the figures with that 1.7% uh 
a decline in fatalities. But for you, is this good news? Is this disturbing news? It's a mixture of both. I think obviously we, we're very, um, very delighted that uh, fewer people have died on our roads this year than, than did the previous year. Mm. So, yes, I mean, from that perspective, uh, I mean, of course, we, we, we welcome that news. I think we're concerned um, in, in, in regards to the overall picture that we have in South Africa of road safety. Mm. And the Road Traffic Management Corporation is the lead agency for road safety in South Africa. And the numbers that we get in terms of crashes and deaths and, and, and vehicle populations all come from the RTMC. Mm. And we view road safety and the number of deaths on our roads as a national crisis. Mm. Um, you know, the figures that you've given um, are, are, are very startling. Uh, around 150,000 people died on our roads in the last day, last day, and that's an enormous figure. And that's not even looking at um, the families that have been impacted, the lives that have been totally destroyed by these crashes and these deaths. Mm. So the, 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 the domino effect of, of road crashes and road deaths is not only that single number that you have, um, but very many more thousands of people are touched by this uh, on a daily basis. Yeah. We are very concerned about you know, the fact that we're still at a 1,427 deaths over the, the holiday period. And just to put that in perspective, yeah. um, you know, that's more or less what the UK has in terms of its deaths on their roads on an annual basis. Um, the same for a country like Australia. So I think it gives you an idea of the enormity of the problem that we're sitting with. And it is for us a very, very concerning development mm. that these numbers, even though they may be coming down, yeah. are coming down too marginally. Um, and they're happening, in our view, in a space where um, more must be done to deal with road safety in South Africa. Okay, so let's bring Sam and Zwani into the conversation. So obviously the minister's presentation at Grasmia Toll Plaza yesterday was really looking at, um, you know, patterns uh, over the festive season. But we know that fatalities occur throughout the course of the year. And what happens year on year is very worrying, Simon Zwani, even though we are seeing these marginal and modest increases. So uh, your interpretation of the figures. Yes, uh, thanks very much, Lord. Uh, while we, we do welcome also the reduction mm. and accept that if you look at it year on year, it's, it's marginal. But if you take a longer view, uh, they start becoming, uh, start seeing a different picture. If you look, for instance, from 2021-22, there were 1,685 fatalities over the festive season. Mm. We've now come to 1,427. That shows that uh, our, our fatalities over the festive season, even, th- even throughout the country, that stabilized at very high levels, though, but they're beginning to come down. And this is also confirmed yeah. by the World Health Organization uh, in their report, is, uh, current report that was issued in December, which also uh, recognizes that road fatalities throughout the world, mm. they are starting to come down but they're coming down from very high numbers and they're coming down slowly. Mm. And the South African uh, 
numbers also are confirming that. Yeah. Obviously, that means that they still still need to do more work. Firstly, to sustain uh, the pockets of excellence that we have seen, but to also do more so yeah. that we can have more, uh, more. Uh, we can have right. a broad uh, 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 success in all yeah. in all areas. Okay. So, yes, that, okay. uh, that's what they mean to us. That they have stabilized at very high levels, but we are now beginning to see uh, a gradual. Okay, so I'm going to refer back to figures from 2021-2022, really, which say that in that year, uh, just over 12,541, give or take, um, is is what I'm seeing. 12,541 South Africans uh, died on our roads. 5,347 were pedestrians, so nearly half of those deaths were pedestrian deaths, but 12,000 in a year. So this is South Africa's Simon Zwani um, 18 months ago. Yeah. At that time, the European Union, in other words, all the countries of Europe, collectively had 20,640. So the entire European Union had 20,000 deaths. We're talking one country, South Africa, 12,500. Southern Australia, which is where you find states like uh, Sydney, in that time only had 113 deaths, and they were very concerned about that number. So a country like South Africa is showing a really worrying uh, sense of exceptionalism, and it's not in a positive sense either. Why is this a problem for the country? Yeah, the, the countries you are referring to, firstly, they have got a, a very well-developed public transport uh, system, okay. uh, which we, we do not have. They have got very developed roads, uh, and our roads, not all our roads are tarred. Some of our roads are... are uh, are gravel, but some in some areas, even mm. where our roads are tight, mm. uh, they have pot, potholes and they're compromised in yeah. that way. Yeah. And we have seen a, a mushrooming of informal settlements, which happens closer to busy roads. Right. Uh, and if you look at the household survey as well, 2021, it shows shows you that in South Africa. Most of the people uh, we, we 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 walk to different places. So mm. meaning that there are many pedestrians uh, walking to different places on the roads, and that puts them in conflict with the with mm. the roads. So it's also all of those all okay. of those uh, factors. Okay. Our spatial planning sometimes doesn't take sufficiently into account uh, the roads that uh, mm. the roads that are, are walking there. So. 
So by having these new settlements or informal settlements closer to the roads, we increase the risk uh, of people being knocked down okay. by the road. And you have them on one side of the road and they have to cross to the other side to access to access amenities and all of yeah. that. And those things do come into play uh, okay. when looking at South African picture. Okay, so we need to look at the holistic picture and it's not just about the quality of the roads, but yeah. it's, it's, it's how people live in proximity to those roads and uh, the behavior around the roads. So, Leighton Beard, let me bring you in. I'm also going to bring another statistic your way. We are saying South Africa, just over the festive season, 1,427. Germany in a year, in their worst year, had 2,700 in the year. We're talking just one month, three weeks of the festive season, 1,427, whereas a huge country like Germany with a bigger population than South Africa, has 2,700 in a 12-month period in their worst year, which was about three years ago. Yeah, and I think that speaks to the point that I made previously, that um, when you look at other countries in the world and you compare them to South Africa, um, you know, we have this dubious honor of of not being great. Um, You know, our road safety record is extremely poor. And while I concur with Simon that um, many of the issues that are created uh, are as a result of spatial planning, and that certainly is a big concern, mm-hmm. um, the minister made the point, and if you read the, the, the reports of the RTMC over the last 20 years, um, they will tell you that 80 to 90% of all crashes and all fatalities are as a result of human factors, driver and pedestrian behavior. Mm. Now, therein lies for us a huge uh, opportunity, but it is also an area that is too overlooked in terms of dealing with the crisis that we have. Mm. The minister also made the point yesterday that in, in, in 2023, we had many more people getting driver's licenses. Uh, I think it was 155,000 mm-hmm. or somewhere around there. And our vehicle population increased as well by somewhere like 500,000 vehicles. Mm. Um, But at the same time that we are getting more newer drivers on our roads and our vehicle population is growing, the number of traffic law enforcers and the number of traffic law enforcement interventions are not increasing. Mm. And the Mm. only time we see this intensive traffic law enforcement Mm. is at festive season periods like Mm. Easter Mm. and the holiday season at the end Mm. of the year, the Christmas period. Now, you are not going to change people's behavior when you only have intensive traffic law enforcement for six weeks of the year. And for the other 46 weeks of the year, drivers and pedestrians and road users do what they want and act with impunity. And for us, that is where a lot more attention needs to be spent. Okay, so law enforcement is a big issue for you because we've got more people using the roads, walking on the roads, driving on the roads, but we haven't seen an increase in the personnel to man and marshal the traffic on the roads. No, 100%. Okay. And and, and just to to add to that, Lerato, in in 2019... Um, the, road, uh, the, the, uh, the Traffic Law Enforcement Review Committee, which was a committee that was established by the previous, previous Minister of Transport. And Simon knows this because he was there at the release of this document um, at the same time that I was. And the Traffic Law Enforcement Review Committee made a number of recommendations regarding traffic law enforcement in South Africa. And one of the headline recommendations they made was that we need a doubling in the number of traffic law enforcers in South Africa. And that was in 2019. 
Mm. And to date, we haven't seen that intensification in terms of recruitment and training right. and equipping of traffic law enforcers. And the result is, unfortunately, the statistics that we get right. year on year and they remain high, okay. even though we are seeing these nominal decreases. All right. Uh, my understanding, Simon, is that the recruitment of traffic officials needs to happen at the city council municipal level. Yes, you could lobby, but it, it's also down to the administrators. But I don't know if you want to comment. Yeah, you 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 almost there, right? I think I think it should become uh, RTMC. <laughs> uh, no, in fact, that is exactly uh, the challenge. That the recruitment of traffic officers starts with at municipal level, and then provinces also have got uh, their own traffic. Uh, departments and then you have the national traffic police mm-hmm. so what happens is that the RTMC tries to coordinate them but they are not under a single command mm-hmm. so to try and and bring about uniformity and standardization within the sector the RTMC has developed a a code mm-hmm. it's called a code which sets out standards that must be attained mm-hmm. but it, it as 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 Bob Crow has pointed out in their in the press release over the festive season, yeah. we probably need to nationalize traffic so that it becomes under a single command, uh, so that single command is able then to instruct in in provinces in municipalities what needs to be done. Okay. Because at the moment you find that municipal the conditions of employment that obtains to traffic officers that are employed at level at municipal level mm. are different from those that are employed okay. at uh, provincial okay. level and at national level. And mostly at municipal level, they would not work after hours. Okay. Or, or, uh, early, early hours of the morning. And the problem is that many of the accidents are now happening very early in the morning from mm. one from 1 a.m. to about uh, 4, 4 or 5 a.m. Okay. And that's when many of and they're happening within municipal boundaries. And that is where the gap is, where municipal okay. offices are not available. All right. If you take for me for, for even this festive season, what we've seen that around in the Western Cape, Cape Town, to be specific, they started to have their pedestrian fatalities from 1 a.m. Okay. That's a time when when uh, taverns and nightclubs were closing yeah. okay. and people were working at home. And let's just say one thing uh, also, right? It's not over three weeks. We're looking at these things over, over, over six weeks okay. uh, until the opening of okay. schools. All right. So it's from the beginning of December until the schools open. Fair enough. I, yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. Tsepo, very quickly, in Winterfell, do you want to raise something else? Yeah, I also I like to add on the challenges that we have in this country. The, the, the acquiring of a license, the fact that you have to bribe your way to get the license, I feel like that is really adding to the, 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 the fatalities on the road. Mm. And also like the moral compass of traffic officers, like, yo, just, these people like <laughs> just take bribe every time. And they know that they can find somebody drunk 
drunk, drunk, drunk yeah. at night, and then they just want a bribe and leave the person. And that person kills another four people in front, then yeah. just hit the family, the travel, the family is traveling. But then yeah. they, I, I don't know if like, is it really about money or okay. what? Because so, like, I wonder if what, what, what. The bribing okay. mentality, like what, okay. was, what does it Tepo, really say? I'm going to interject there, but you've said some two important things. Leighton, I don't know if you want to uh, respond. The moral compass of traffic of officials, so you can hire more boots on the ground, but if they're easily bribable, they're not really serving the greater purpose. And many people getting their licenses illegally, and we know this is true, even if we can't prove it directly we know this is true and you can see that people are on the roads they don't understand k53 but they're on the roads yeah it's a problem um let, let me address the first issue uh, of, of of the corrupt police officials i know the rtmc um uh, and other authorities have been working very hard uh, to deal more effectively with that problem um, the fact is, is that we can't we can't say because uh, traffic officers uh, are prone, or some of them, a minority of them, are prone to corruption. We simply can't uh, employ more. Um, you know, Simon's point earlier about uh, professionalising traffic law enforcement is a very important one, and that speaks directly to this issue of um, the quality of people that you're getting to to actually perform this role. So. Um, we, we still believe we need more traffic law enforcers. We, need, we believe it needs to be more professionalized. In other words, um, you know, uh, people of certain qualifications need to, need, need to be involved in this. There needs to be a course that they need to do. Um, and, and in that way, and there needs to be a lot of audit in terms of, um, you know, how these people are living. Lifestyle mm-hmm. audits, are they, you know, do we see corruption and is it manifest in the way that they live? Okay. So there are ways to get around that. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Of course it happens. And the same thing happens in terms of the issuing of driving licenses. Um, unfortunately, we still see too many people buying their way onto our roads in South Africa, yeah. uh, and it remains a problem. Now, that's an issue, again, that the RTMC needs to deal with. I know that they are uh, uh, dealing with it as, as best as they can, but more needs to be done okay. there. We need, obviously, more systems in place. We need more audits. We need more checks and balances. Um, but if we had more traffic law enforcers on the road, that right. type of thing would begin to be dealt okay. with more effectively than it is at the moment. All right, gentlemen, unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. But thank you for coming through. Simon Zwani, spokesperson for the Road Traffic Management Corporation, Leighton Beard from the Automobile Association, the AA. Just to give you just a few more stats on this one. Um, obviously, we've got the 1,427 people who died overall. 40% of that number were pedestrians. Okay, that's very important. Uh and those who died demographics-wise, are most of them are between the ages of 25 and 44. The majority of them were males. Uh, less than 1% were cyclists. So cyclists aren't the problem. 24% were the actual drivers. And one-third of those who died were the passengers in those cars. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.